They told me that. This is the time, this is the place, and this is FC3's Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since anything can be geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. This is your host, I am C. Uh, this week we have our favorite gaming guru in the studio. Help us welcome back Dan Reamer from the Game Stitch team as we talk about the future of gaming after the break. So that's going to be some good stuff. We're going to jump right in on that. So happy happy new week, everybody. Ray, how you doing way down there at the other end of the table? Hold He's on. back. This is the nicest you've ever been. I mean, it's like you're far away. I can't even pimp slap you from this one. <laughs> that was the whole point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but that mic is, is weak, so make sure you get right in on it. That's why I'm sitting as close as I am. There you go. <laughs> And and everything everything new and good in your in your world? Yeah, I'm actually working on a new piece right now for uh, the hashtag team. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a review of Violet Ever Evergarden, an, an anime on uh, Netflix. Okay. Working on that piece. And, Not familiar uh, with it. Is it something that I would like? You, uh, I think you would like it. Okay. Uh, she is a, uh, a a person that worked in the war. Okay. I uh, can't really tell which war, but I I think the. We'll just use the war. The war. Yeah. Um, a war that I, I think it is, is somewhere in between World War II. Okay. Um, but it, their version. Gotcha. And um, she lost both her arms, so now she has mechanical arms, and now she works for a uh, mailing service as a doll where she writes the letters and stuff like that. Interesting. So it's actually, it's it's really good. So right, cool. I'm, I'm writing that review right now for them. I'm going to send it off. And All right. Hope and pray they like it. <laughs> good luck with that, brother. Keep us posted on that one. Also in the studio is our buddy Tony's here. Hi. Tony, you are in range for pimp slapping, so be careful I what am. you say today. Yeah. <laughs> the true form of firing. <laughs> Fire four. Bam. Ow. Tony and I had a lot of fun last episode. Oh, yes, I know. We last did. week, you two were like doing your bromance thing. Yeah. What the hell is that all about is what I want to know. Oh, it's back again. Is it oh, back yeah. again? The thing oh, is, yeah. do we I need to have like Ray a separate studio like... for you two? Yes, we do. Okay. You do. <laughs> I mean, if you get me and Tony a separate studio, you never know what could happen. Hey, Billy, do we have any cheesy disco music? Oh, I got to find some. cheesy disco music right now. It's gonna, it's gonna be a, uh, a, a side, a side piece. <laughs> Tony, do you want to be my side piece? Oh my <laughs> stars! I'm not oh sure how my girlfriend's my gonna feel about that. Stars. <laughs> but he's he's turning all kinds of red over here at the moment. I am, I am. There it is. <laughs> there it Tony. is. Love it. Thank you. Y'all are insane. <laughs> well, that's why you hang out with us. Yeah, that's, that's true. Really, I'm it. insane too. <laughs> Now, see, this is when I would introduce Tanya, but she walked out of the studio because I think she knew it was... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say coming, but... <laughs> so knew she was, it was transpiring. <laughs> but it was tra wow, this this podcast went oh. right off the rails immediately. Dan, aren't you so happy that you're back in the studio with us? Well, I, I like to think that some of this is my fault. He is in between us. <laughs> and he is shirtless. <laughs> Ooh, man. Perfect. As as twenty listeners just drop off, <laughs> yeah. this gets better. I promise. This will get better. This has been the last Tanya, you time missed a, I've been here. You missed a lot of fun. Oh no, I heard some of it. How are you, Tanya? I, I'm doing pretty good. Are you doing good over there? That is yes, nice to hear. Except I for the fact that. that I'm having issues with my internet service. Oh oh. Well, you have a a uh, a modem at home that's older than I think one of your children. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, she's no. got to calculate. Close no, enough. It's, 2000, it's 2011. It's only eight. 
Okay, yeah, but you're, it's almost as old as your other one of your children. Your my, your my, other child is ten, so yes, yeah, I'm almost there. No, but my other modem was 2001 to 2011. That one do was. You, do you see how people just argue with me over the stupidest things? You see how she had a calculation. I mean, it doesn't change the fact it's an old modem. You should yeah, probably get it replaced. Yeah, there, that's so the thing. It, it is dropping my internet in the in the process of in the middle of my world. Dropping it like it's hot. World of Warcraft game is like got disconnected. Like Sah! I'm trying yeah. to get my dad to like replace the modem because ours is like about eight years old. Okay. Is the modem dying, so. or is it just your service? Do you think both? Well, I, th- I I'll, think I'll say this I publicly. The, Spectrum the, sucks. I I think the modem is having issues. Um, it. I'm paying for thirty megabytes per second. Is mm. that is that yeah. accurate? And I'm getting twenty because that's all that the modem can handle. Yeah. Yeah, you need an upgrade. <laughs> Just it's like I upgraded time. my uh, gaming desktop, but I realized that my phone, if it, my phone is near my speakers, it causes... <laughs> yeah, I know, so, that. I know yeah. what you're talking Whenever about. you and I are video chatting while That's we're playing why. World of Warcraft, it's just, it's it's like there's constantly grinding on the microphone is what it sounds like. And, and it's because yeah. my phone, in regards to being near the speakers, <coughs> it causes... It's just this, picking that up. And yeah. I think that's what happened with my laptop, because okay. my phone need was Discord. near... Okay. Huh? Discord. It's well. Uh, I think we just need to chat in game rather than using yeah. a Facebook Messenger to chat. Yeah, yeah. We like using Facebook Messenger because we'll do video chat and then I'll make faces uh, at her while she's trying to concentrate on enough, something. And, and I'm like sitting there like <laughs> this and whatever. And, and then she looks over and she sees me going. <laughs> and I like out of the corner of my eye because I'm looking this way. And my phone's over here, so I don't hit. Uh, yeah, and it's just like uh, I was holding my my hoodie closed. Right. And she looked over and I went. Flash, but I was wearing like all sorts of t-shirts and stuff. So like, hi! <laughs> She's like, wait, what the hell? Yes. Billy Billy! Yes, sir. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm glad to hear it. Anything interesting in, in novel recently? Um, Just been watching a lot of TV, to be honest with you. you know, How's your head? In the, my head's much better. In oh, the in the winter time, there's nothing wrong with that. Seriously. It's just parking on the couch and watching TV all day. That's I'm, I I had a oh. week of doing that. I finished oh. Sabrina, which uh, we okay. discussed last week. Right, right. Now I'm really looking forward to starting the Umbrella Academy. I was I just, just told about the Umbrella Academy. I watched the first two episodes yeah. last night. Any good? Yeah. Oh, is it did it hook you quick? Did it, yeah. Did any anybody read the comic? Or, no, or I've no? never read the comic. Never read the comic. Take some liberties, but okay. most of these now, adaptions what, will. What right. is it from? What it's was... a comic called uh, The Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Gerard oh, Way Gerard from the Way. band you know, My Gabriel Chemical Bob. Romance. Someone had said, uh, I don't know who, I had done something on uh, Facebook. I think it might have been Jason Ferguson uh-huh. or whatever said, oh, I'm watching the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Nope, oh, nope, the umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind so, of the same thing. So that's what I'm just yeah. like, because I yeah. saw a reference to that in the last umbrella couple of days. Umbrella Academy is under Dark Horse. Yes. Okay. I Which they're known for some good stuff. A dysfunctional superhero family getting back together. Gee whiz, go figure that trope out. So I'm going to give it a look. Uh, right. It sounds like something up my alley. I'm already on the fifth episode. I'll tell you what I've been good. keeping track of is oh. I've been I've been adamantly watching Star Trek Discovery. Oh, that's the one thing okay. I've been watching. I'm lately. actually one episode behind on that right now. I am loving this like show. Twelve seasons behind on that right that's now. The newest one, right? That's the newest one. Yeah, oh, Star- the CBS All Access one <laughs> of yeah. of, a, of a season and a half. You're twelve seasons behind. Good yes. job, Tanya. Nicely done. <laughs> All right, you're fired. Anyway, I'm still the vice president of this company. You still to don't make have Chris the power proud, I started a little while longer. Star yet. Wars, not that long ago. And my yeah. mom proud. And I kind of like some of the Star Wars now. Uh-huh. So I want to, you know, kind of branch out and see what else. What else yeah. is out there? My friend recommended the new uh, Star Trek. Let me tell you, in, especially in this recent season, season two is only about four or five episodes long so far. And then they don't drop the whole season like Netflix will. Yeah. So they are going to put out an They're episode smart. a week. Yeah. All right. So they keep you coming back every week to watch the same thing. Um, 
I have heard on several occasions that Star Trek Discovery is not, quote unquote, not real Star Trek from all the people who like to complain about pretty much everything. Right. Mm. What Define real Star Trek. Uh, well, that's the thing. <laughs> here's, here's my commentary on it. If you have watched season one, yes, season one had some different things going on. They have a little more edge, a little darker tinge to it. But they still have some of the premises underneath. Watch season two after one, obviously. But watch season two. Well, you just can't jump in on season two. That's the thing. Some people will jump in. But if you watch season two, you're going to see exactly what Star Trek is all about. In my opinion. My opinion only. All right? Mm. But for me, Star Trek Discovery blows the doors off of Voyager and Enterprise any day of the week. Any day of the week. All right, twice on Sunday, and <laughs> and <laughs> has, it adheres to the, the the feel of it, the core of it. If you're looking at what they're trying to accomplish right. and do, it, this this is the sequel to the original series that I've been waiting for for forty years. No, so thoughtful a, about trying to uh, find new societies or or you know different cultures well, it, and nah, it's it's not really they're not doing the whole exploration into the unknown so much but there's okay. a lot of there's a lot of soul searching going on there's a lot okay. of analysis of how relationship there's a lot of talking about the history there's a lot of showing how the the, the tensions between the federation and the klingons you know ebbed and flowed okay. ebbed and flowed um it shows some background to characters that we've always known in star trek lore but gives them some new life new breath uh they're investigating this overreaching plot line right now. This overall arc for season two, they're investigating it at the moment. See, this sounds like something I'd be interested in as opposed to the movies, which I've <clears> never <throat> been a fan of, the Chris Pine movies. You know, and that's a shame because I thought that the J.J. Verse movies were, were were great. I didn't think they were like the most amazing Star Trek movies ever, I, I think I would good. Have, I think I would have enjoyed them more if they weren't called Star Trek. It's a possibility. I've heard that. We can, you know what? We can talk. There's a there's, there's a podcast. Another podcast. There. Yeah. There's a podcast. We I can think have. we probably already discussed it. We too. have, but I, I'm always happy to go yeah. back to it. I will only Fra- say one thing on uh, Star Trek. Discovery. One that's new. Uh, I'm really glad they redesigned the Klingons to have hair again. <laughs> that was really bothering me last season. We don't talk about that. But that's the, and you know, see, those are the nitpicky details that people get lost in. Oh yeah, and, no, and, no, I understand and, and, that. It's and, just... and the the na- the real naysayers that drive me the the most insane are the ones that are like, why doesn't everything look like the original series? Come on, you should make it all look like the original series. Why does the Enterprise have to look like this? Why does this have to look like that? Why are they doing that to the uniforms? Because it's forty freak fifty years later, guys. Come on, technology, We're not, technology, and special effects. Even a bad special effects budget in two thousand eighteen is going to be tremendously better than the special effects budget in nineteen sixty eight. So not- give it a freaking rest. Take check your brain at the door. Shut the hell up and watch the story. Additionally, now, the oh, by the way, Brendan, like- too good. You're still a moron. Anyway, now as somebody who's never seen a Star Trek, uh huh. Is- who's what? How He's are you on this fired. podcast? Because of Power Rangers. Basically, that's his only. That's his thing. You've never seen a Star Trek. I would recommend you get into Next Gen first. That's what I was going to ask. Is this this one to jump into? Nope. No. Nope. You need to start with the original series. This is the this is the classic Doctor Who fan here. This is the classic Doctor Who fan here who will tell people to start with the rebooted series on the 2005 Christopher Eccleston. I'd tell that to any new Doctor Who fan ever. Mm. But in this case, with Star or Star Trek, excuse me, I'm about to say Star Wars. (laughs) With Star Trek, you start with the original series. Okay. Okay. You start right there, maybe not from the pilot, okay, but from episode one with Kirk, and you work your way through it. You work your way through Next Generation. You work your way through Deep Space Nine, the movies. Get all the movies in. All of them. Even the even, first one? Even with mo- the, Even the motionless Ugh. picture. Well, okay. Star Trek's <laughs> one in five, the movies, you can pull those out of the list and, and toss them aside. 
two, three, four, six, and then the next generation movies. Yeah. And then the Chris Pine movies. Um, you can skip Voyager and you know you won't miss a beat. Okay. Yeah, you can skip they're Enterprise. In De- they're in Delta Quadrant. You can skip Enterprise and and which I'm sad about because Enterprise I thought had a great premise and had a great potential, mm-hmm. um, but got screwed. At least okay. watch the Andorian episodes. I really enjoyed the Andorian. Now there I know was, there how was you guys feel there. about when I talk about Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anytime so, you have any of those I, universes are created. Uh huh. Um, too many people get stuck in one aspect of that universe. Yes. Yeah. But there is such a universe out there mm-hmm. that it allows storytellers to use characters and things you're familiar with mm-hmm. and tell other stories um, of different genres, of different styles. He's in my of, head right now. I'm with, just going to shut up. Different, <laughs> with different people. And uh-huh. you can't take that away. I mean, you, if you just want the same thing all the time, you're stifling creativity and you're stifling your own creativity. Bingo. Um, because and it's the same thing with video games. And I dislike right. people that say you doing this new thing with these characters is ruining my childhood, which I've heard. Yeah. No, we're not. Those things still exist. Go right. back to those if you don't want to uh, see a new version. Go which sometimes I don't. Yet. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes <laughs> you do. But what's a break? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this part up so we can get to breaks. So we can actually get to why Dan is here. But the, the last thing I'm gonna say is this. The last thing I want to say is this. All right. For the long time, there's been the battle of who was the best captain, Kirk, Picard, Cisco, all those guys, everybody who's been a captain in, in, in Starfleet, um, Star Trek lore and history. All right. And and I have my opinions. I've been a big, big Picard fan and I will be a Picard fan for the rest of my life because Patrick Stewart is amazing. Ten minutes into season two's first episode of Star Trek Discovery. I have come to the I've I've come to grips with the fact that C- Captain Christopher Pike, played by Anson Mount, is now my favorite Starfleet captain of all time. The whole ball of wax. In ten minutes playing that character, he made such an impression in those first ten minutes. I was like, "This, he, there's my captain. I like there Anson he is. Mount. There he is, right there in full form. Christopher Pike is now my favorite captain ever. No, no disrespect to Jeffrey Hunter, who played <laughs> Ca- Pike way back fifty years ago in the initial pilot. Right. All right." But what Anson Mount did with the character in 10 freaking minutes, just the presence and the way he carried those lines and the way he carried seasons, uh, it, it was amazing. And I'm, so that's that's the hill I'll die on when it comes to Star Trek. Christopher Pike's my captain from here on in. Love to Picard, but Pike's my man. Anyway, <laughs> so that being said, and that's a podcast and a half waiting to happen. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can only definitely. see the request on, uh, on the Facebook. Now you got to talk about this. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, not that anybody ever requests anything. You're all listeners, but you never talk to us. So talk to us, please. We love talking to you back. We're just going to talk to ourselves now. I do that all the time when I'm home. We're not crazy. They know you there. Yes. Okay, you, l- let's go to break. With we're going to go to break. <laughs> <laughs> comedian Henry Cho has some thoughts. Nice. This is how dumb he is. One time he's riding my car, and I flipped on the turn signal, and he just went, what's that clicking noise? Hey, your car is making like a clicking noise. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> you know, on Star Trek, where it says to boldly go where no man has gone before, Jonely thought boldly go was another planet. <laughs> I swear, watching it one night as kids, Joan just look, looks over and goes, When are they going to boldly go? What did you just say? <laughs> they ain't never been to Bodley Go. <laughs> Why don't we hang out? 
That's Joan the Bonely from Bodley Go. <laughs> I can't make that up. <laughs> I am not that smart. He is that dumb and he's a daddy. <laughs> oh my god. Man, that's true digression right there. Oh well, you know, that's what's when we're at our best is when we're going off because oh, it's yeah. organic. We're just oh, we're yeah. just talking yeah. and, and talking about how we feel about things. That's all good. Um, so that was a fun first act. I haven't had one let that um, yeah. lively in a while. I feel like Sherry's going to yell at us later. No, nah, th- Sherry's going to be fine. She's, I think she's going to be rooting for us at the moment. She's That's just, true, true. So, producer Sherry, we love you. We, sh- we miss you, Sherry. We love you, Sherry. Um, so, anyway, the real reason we're here today is not discuss Star Trek. <laughs> Although, as you can tell, I will do that at the drop of a hat. But we do have our, our old friend Dan Reamer is here with us from the Game Stitch crew. Uh, he has been with us in the past, and, and we hoped he was going to come back, and here he is. He's braving us for another another round of talking about uh, what is going on. So how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're having more fun than we know what to do with. There's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. Can always have more. Thanks for having me back, by the way. Oh, good I love it. Here. I love it. It's always a good time when, you have, when you're around, brother. I always like being in this big studio oh, yeah. compared to my podcast when I have my, my little desk in my little tiny room yeah with my little tiny with your milk crate. closet yep. I, like, I feel professional kind of well which, we yeah. are trained professionals we, we've, we've read we've read two articles and because of patreon we make about 50 60 bucks a month nice mm-hmm. something like that so we're getting paid and we've been trained so we are trained professionals this is awesome and anyway <laughs> digression um, so Dan yeah. enlighten us you've got a whole lot of stuff you wanted to talk about Oh, yeah. Um, and so tell us about the future of gaming. What's well, new and what's exciting? Oh, I'm excited. There's all kinds of stuff. All kinds of changes coming for the good and the bad. Um, okay. A lot of what I'm going to cover, I'm just going to cover real quick some of the uh, changes that we're actually going to see in gaming. Good deal. Um, I think the bigger thing that we really need to look at is how a lot of those advances in gaming uh-huh. are really going to affect us in the real world, so to speak. Okay. Um Particularly VR and uh, are are we on the verge AR. of Ready Player One where you have your little rigs with the we're, cords? And... We're not quite there yet, but we can come up with our own little LARP versions of it. I suppose. Nice. I could definitely I could definitely see us being there in like the next ten fifteen years. Yeah, probably a little longer, but yeah, you're <laughs> eventually yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. There's but uh, basically to start with uh, our consoles. If we're looking at the future of gaming, uh-huh. uh, your consoles are going to change. Hate to tell you that, but. Uh, um, hardware or software is physical software is going to be gone okay um, so it's going to all be digital, oh, yeah. digital downloading downloads. everything's going to be digital um we've already seen a lot of that with game pass mm-hmm. microsoft game pass oh, yeah. mm-hmm. ps now steam epic just started a store verizon's going to start a store apple's going to start a game store there's all kinds of them what i'm interested to see what happens and we're already starting to see it in the uh tv and film streaming but it'll be interesting to see if over time those same companies, say WB or any of those that own gaming developers as well, uh-huh. have those games coming only on their services. Much uh, like we're going to see with DC. Yeah. That's um, a definite possibility. CBS, stuff like that. Yep. I, think I, that I think that's a ways off. I but feel like uh, gamers will dry up. Again, uh, yeah, well, gamers, yeah, they will... But then again, gamers riot at the drop of a hat. So yeah, gamers riot at everything. Well, yeah. let me. Add, I mean, so. I see the paradigm where okay, we used to get everything under one umbrella, and now to get WB stuff, I got to go to mm-hmm. this and here to the here to here. So there's where the cost is going to come in. But doesn't the elimination of overhead help at least make something a little bit more cost effective for the consumer? It does, which brings me to another 
change. It's funny you led right into that. Look Thank that. you. It's, See, we, it's like you live in my head, Dan, Danny. You <laughs> and I have <laughs> trust me. You don't want that. No, it's all right. <laughs> it's just a scary in mind, man. Um, but uh, I also think what we're gonna, what you're probably gonna see over time, uh-huh. uh, we've already seen uh, Nintendo and Microsoft have recently kind of come into where they're working just a bit together um, and doing some different things. Sony's still the outlier because they're the winner. The winner doesn't ever, you know, yeah. they can look down from their yeah. pedestal and go, yeah, good job, guys. <laughs> um, and that's what Sony's doing. Uh, it's just what we do. Exactly. Those things aren't going to stay on top. Right. Uh, Sony's not going to stay on top forever. But I think over time what you're going to see is we make that transition to streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going Right now, 27%, about 27% of your costs go to a retailer. Okay. Um, what you're paying for a game a retailer keeps 27% of that. Okay. Then you've got boxes, then you've got artwork, then you've got marketing, then you've got uh, the actual physical manufacture of yeah. those things. Um, so now you're talking another you know, $10, $15. Uh, I think what you're going to see over time is developers are, are going to get together with all three, or however many there are at that point, mm-hmm. consoles who are originally you know, our Sonys, our Microsofts. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to pay one price. For a game, say it's thirty dollars, mm-hmm. um, and that'll be a standard. That'll be a new standard because it's stream only. But you're going to get a code. You'll get a digital code. That code will, or you'll get three codes essentially. Okay. One for each of those systems. I see. Um, okay. Crossplay is going to be a thing. Uh-huh. Um, you're going. I think you're going to see the fact that con exclusives, uh-huh. with the exception of studio exclusives, Sony exclusives, Microsoft exclusives. I think those will probably always have a place, and those are going to s- continue to sell consoles. Is it be like the microtransactions in game or something like that, or is that something else entirely right now? What's that? Like the micro, uh, like that's something different. That's something, something different. different. Okay, yeah. I'm not even in the yeah. right ballpark at the moment. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you thinking that like the um like the Sony PS4 that comes bundled with a specific game is that going to be like? That that was you, part of like that that bundle price of whatever. Think like uh, yeah, Halo for Xbox. Yes, Halo is a Halo is a Microsoft exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo is a Microsoft it sells Xboxes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, people will buy an Xbox to play Halo, Halo, or to play Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, people buy uh, PS4s to play Spider Man. Spider Man because that was Sp- the only one that, that came out yeah, on that. Mm-hmm. Spider Man, God of War. Uh, your uh, Nathan Drake games, Uncharted games, those okay. kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Those sell systems. Gotcha. And then, of course, we've got Mario and uh, Zelda uh-huh. for Nintendo. Those are mm-hmm. those games will continue to sell those systems. But third-party developers and publishers, your EAs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where they traditionally come out across like, like all Blizzard that will go across. Yes. yes. Essentially, uh, what mm-hmm. you'll see is you'll pay for, say, I pay for, we'll say Warcraft, Warcraft Twelve. Um, <laughs> you know, because uh, that's and, something uh, that will definitely happen. Yes. And but what you'll do is you'll you'll essentially be paying for a code okay. to access that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that access will allow you access across all the systems it's available on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to cut costs for developers. Uh, it is going to retailers at this point will probably be you know GameStop's about on their last leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you're going to see them. I think as uh, you know them in another five years. I think they uh, last year they filed for some form of bankruptcy. Uh, they actually tried to sell themselves, and a, a couple of liquidation companies were interested, and then said no. Hmm. So yeah. if a liquidation company won't buy you, wow, um, you probably don't have a whole a lot of history. Lot. You don't have you don't have a whole lot of future left. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to see those things go away. Um, what you will see begin to pick up also is VR and AR. We've already seen some AR and VR. <coughs> 
AR is augmented reality. Augmented reality. Okay. Your Pokemon Go. Gotcha. Your, uh, there's a Walking Dead yeah. game. Um, that's augmented reality, but uses the surround your surroundings as part of the the game environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course VR, virtual reality, right. where we put on the headset and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, your HTCs and your Vives, which right. is actually not epileptic friendly for all the people who are epileptic. Is, that's true. It's yeah. Um, yeah. Your your PSVRs, those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, those are going really now. Virtual Boy was around, you know, 20, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Failed horribly. Yeah, horribly. <laughs> right. VR has been around for a while, but VR as we know it, to where it's actually functional, is in its infancy. Hmm. There's nowhere to go but up, with mm-hmm. it, and it's going to continue to come up. Yeah, uh, you're going to see the VR uh, audience grow mm-hmm. as it becomes more affordable. There's just no way around that because of the technology, because of what you can do with it, how mm-hmm. it feels to be in that game. And augmented reality, we're also going to see because it's going to allow, for one thing, it's going to be a lot easier on developers. They don't have to do develop near as much because most of what they need is going to be already out there in the environment. Right. Uh, just use, so they don't have to worry about textures and right. settings and that's things. Gonna, that's going to come down to the power of your, your tab, phone, your mobile, yeah. your mobile device, your mobile tablet, yeah. whatever you're playing it mm-hmm. on. Um, if the power's there, augmented reality is going to pick up. It's mm-hmm. also going to be much more affordable as well. Okay. Um, so those games will be cheaper. Developing them will be cheaper. That's mm-hmm. probably the way you're going to see people start to go, mm-hmm. um, especially developers. And as we we are not slowing down at all in life as far as taking time. We're constantly on the go. Yeah. Uh, this is going to allow us to have our entertainment in small bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Nintendo's already started to go that way with the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take that with you and play it in 30-minute intervals on the on the train mm-hmm. on your way to work. Um, so you're going to see a lot more. This, the AAA stuff will always be there because there is an audience for them. Mm-hmm. And physical will always be there as well. AAA um, stuff. Tri- the big budget. Okay. Kind of like your big budget movies. Those are your big budget gotcha. games. Gotcha. Think Thank like you. Uh, Call um, of Duty yeah, or... The, uh, they come out every year okay. and sell yeah. gazillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And those are always going to be there because there's always going to be a call for them and those people are always going to play them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they won't go away. Um, like, like the Madden 20, the Madden... <laughs> oh, whatever. Yes. Yep. whatever. All, all the too. sports game. All yep. The, all that stuff. Madden 2027. I can just imagine Chris yep. on his way to work playing his Nintendo Switch. Yep. It, it's going to happen. <laughs> I, You know, I owned a Wii about 15 years ago and then that's it. I, that's the only Nintendo project I th- or product I think I've ever owned. They actually just I, cut off uh, Wi-Fi for Wii. I was very sad. Yeah. I do... Yeah. No more um, for it. 75% of my gaming, 75% I can talk good, uh, of my gaming is done on my PC. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. And the rest is done on my phone. So back up a second. You said they cut off Wi-Fi for Wii? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you have a Wii, it can no longer connect to the uh, the uh, Nintendo internet. So That's uh, their way of cutting the, it loose. They're saying yeah, it's, it's the Nintendo done. servers. Yeah. Oh, no wonder my kid's so upset. They've basically given up on so, Wii and said we're, we're done with like it I was going to say, because yeah. we have a Wii, we have a Wii U, and we have a Switch. Yeah, so, so yeah. The, the original Wii uh, is, <coughs> Nintendo has basically declared it, uh, we're no longer supporting the system. It's so, okay. yeah. They've cut it, it loose. Died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. NASA just said goodnight to the opportunity. Nintendo just said goodnight to the week. Oh my god. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. so no, so over. I know. So no playing games online in regards to no, any it's all of the Wii be stuff. It's whatever mm-hmm. games you have, you whatever just play. Whatever hard software you've got. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. Whatever yeah. you have on whatever form of whatever hard disc. drive you yeah. have. Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, even more 
to go along with that, I, I, I lost my thought now. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> that happens when you hang out with us. So it's yeah, like no, augmented reality, virtual reality. Yeah, virtual reality. Um, we t- I talked about consoles and how they're going to be pretty much streaming only. Uh, I think what you're also going to see uh, on a much <laughs> easier level than with PC, mm-hmm. but you're going to see replaceable parts. Okay. Um, it just ma- it just makes more cost sense so, in the future. So my P- my PlayStation Six, mm-hmm. when that eventually shows up in a few years, <laughs> will have facets of it that you can remove and replace and repair like and things like that. Car. Instead of, I believe so. Yes. Okay, that's I, I don't I think it, it it would make sense. Yeah, Microsoft and Sony have made a lot of money on their consoles this generation. They really have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they've also sold three different versions of, of each console, or two different versions of each mm-hmm. console in Sony's case, with upgrades and such. Mm-hmm. That, that, this, that's a manufacturing nightmare. Yeah. Um, if they're going to continue that, they are, without a doubt, they are going to look into a way to make those parts easily replaceable, mm-hmm. where you pull out a drive and put a drive in. Right. Um, More like a PC. Yeah. Yes. And, Quite unlike an Apple. Yes. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. <clears throat> on, on that note, How many note, times do you have problems uh, with your phone compared to mine? This phone sucks. <laughs> Samsung Galaxies are awesome, but this LG V20 has bit the goddamn I big one. I'm just going to say that right now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm an Android so, guy. I am an Android yeah. guy. I'm Android all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a uh, Note 4. It's a couple years old now, so but I, I still enjoy it. <laughs> I refuse to own Apple. Yeah. 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 My my very first computer was an Apple IIc. And that thing was a workhorse. That sucker stayed with me from my freshman year of high school all the way to when I graduated from college. And that was a long trip. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. That was a lot of years, a lot more than you expect. Uh, but since then, it's been PC all the way. And and my most recent one is an Alienware. And uh, the next one I'm going to hand build again because I'm going back to hand building again, sharpen those skills back up. But uh, yeah, you want that expandability. Oh, yeah. You yeah. want that expandability. You want to be able to, and, and if something fails, you don't want the whole, to toss the whole damn thing. Yeah. You mm-hmm. want to be able to just say, okay, Go this into is it the and part bad part needs- out, good part in, back to work. Right. Yeah, and it's like he said, there are th- three systems for the Xbox. Right. Uh-huh. So if something fails on your Xbox One, your Xbox One S, or your Xbox One S Scorpion, mm-hmm. I think it's called. You're screwed. Yeah, you've and just spent 900 play- bucks for, or for nothing. For nothing. And then right. you have the PlayStation 4, which I have, uh-huh. or, the or the PlayStation Pro. 4. Or the PlayStation Pro. Pro. Okay. Side- I have a PlayStation 3. I have a PS2. That's it. On a side oh, note, uh, also. I have I all this. of those. Uh, <laughs> for this discussion, uh, I, I read somewhere that uh, they've... That the major uh, manufacturers like Nintendo, uh, or at least Microsoft and Sony, mm-hmm. are moving towards uh, using um, uh, the APUs from uh, not Intel, AMD. Mm-hmm. What's yes. APU for those that are ignorant? So to an APU speak? is a uh, is a uh, CPU that also has an on uh, has it's an, an auxiliary on- processing unit. Uh, no, it the... actually. Uh, well, yeah, actually, I think that's what it stands for. It is. It. Uh... <laughs> and he also runs the Quickie Mart on the Simpsons. Yes. Thank you, Apu. Apu. <laughs> yeah, it has. Uh... The APUs also on the space shuttle were, were part of the main power yeah. systems. So yeah. It has a auxiliary uh, power um... unit in that case. It has. An, uh, he's not going to get to his yeah, point. He knows that. Now. It he also knows runs that. the Starfleet. It has yes. a <laughs> GPU built into its CPU to make it easier for processing graphical right. uh, graphic uh, calculations, graphical components. Yeah. Was yeah, it so. a driver I probably had to download and, and fix? In no, regards? it's hardware. 
This oh, is a hardware thing. It's hardware. hardware thing. So it yeah. didn't uh, upset my graphics for it World shouldn't. of Warcraft? No, it didn't. No. Okay. The only thing that upset its no, gra- your graphics of Warcraft was you. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. It's just the truth. It's a thing. Yeah, and, and you're right. She's going to hit me and, now. And along well, with so those you're things. You're in range of a nice good slap. <laughs> along with those things, the, 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 the AMD APUs and such, you're going to see cloud-based servers come oh, yeah. into a play mm-hmm. more. Um, they're going to allow these systems to do more mm-hmm. over time um, mm-hmm. with graphics, with frame rates, those kinds of things. Um, so you're go- everything is going to be focused, is going to be much more focused in cloud streaming digital. Um, you're really going to see the physical aspect of things go away. There's always going to be collectors. There's always going to be something small for them, mm-hmm. but it's going to be similar to what we see w- in Walmart with the CD section. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's not music stores anymore. Mm-hmm. Now if you either try to find it online or you probably don't find it out and about. It's not one of those that you find in the wild right. anymore unless you're going to a, a vintage shop, an antique shop, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of that's going to go that way. And that, that's just as far as the entertainment part. <coughs> uh, the part that I'm really excited about is some of the innovations you're going to see with AR and VR. Mm-hmm. Um particularly in the real world. Um, VR, especially, you know, consider this. VR is, is a virtual representation of an environment. Right. Um, right now in medical school, mm-hmm. you've got Ooh, wow. people okay. who work on, you know, they have four cadavers uh-huh. and you've got 25 students. What if you had a virtual cada- cadaver? Mm-hmm. Each student puts on a headset and... Goes to work. Goes to work. In the meantime, you've got a... Your uh, professor, uh-huh. your trainer, whatever you want to call him, educator, he's looking in augmented reality at this whole field. Mm. Uh, he's looking at everything that everyone is doing through AR all in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, it cuts down on costs. Yeah. Cadavers aren't cheap. No. It cuts down on efficiency and time. You're mm-hmm. going to have more efficiency, better time, mm-hmm. because you've got everybody doing the same things at the same time. So you're not only looking at the entertainment aspect of VR, but you're also looking at the practical... Yes aspect and and the future powers of it all these gaming throughout the years since 19 the first video game was ever and created was in the early 50s Mm -hmm. Uh, nasa created it uh just a little rocket ship took off you could control it that's Mm -hmm. a game um but the gaming industry has always been at the forefront of because they can develop new technology with no consequences Mm -hmm. with the exception of money um there's no, you know, there's no loss of or, or fear of failure mm-hmm. because it's never been discovered yet. But you don't have to, you know, you got to be careful. You don't want to train your doctors on something that you're not sure is going to work. Right. Um, but if you want to just stick it in the hands of some eight-year-old sitting in front of his TV, uh-huh. we're all good. But that gives you the, that allows you to assess what these programs can do and perfect them. For, for the real world. Yeah. No, I'm understanding that. Yeah. Um, you know, think of a general uses augmented reality real time. He can look at his battlefield. Mm-hmm. That's AR. Uh, if he's got a problem with a particular soldier down on the battlefield, he can go into a VR headset and be in that guy's head. Mm-hmm. Be in that guy's, you know, be him. See what's going on. Um, so there's all of these s- practical applications that can happen. Um that are these are going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. they've already begun to. Um, it's used in you know VR is used right now uh, by a number of psychologists and psychiatrists uh, because it allows people to face fears without a real consequence. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, you can create their fears in this virtual world. environment mm-hmm. world and and force them to face it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's obviously I'm not a psychologist, so it obviously doesn't work that way. It's probably not here. Here's snakes. Go <laughs> snakes. Go, snakes. Go play in them. Yeah. But um, you know, it's but in all training aspects, what VR does is, is we all we learn through failure. The problem is, is sometimes in the real world, failure means horrible consequences right. for somebody. So this gives you an opportunity yes. to experience these things with without the risk. And that can be anything. Yeah. That can be you build you build a skyscraper uh-huh. in in virtual reality and it falls down. Why did it fall down? You oh, can look at the physics of it. You can look at the physics of all that. You can yeah. look at the engineering of all that. Uh-huh. Um, but you can apply that practically mm-hmm. uh, through actually doing it mm-hmm. without those actual consequences occurring, which is what some have argued. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm kind of on the fence. But those consequences are what stymie innovation. Okay. Um, no, I understand your point. I mean, we've still yeah. we've innovated beyond you know any culture in history. Right. Um, just in the last 50 years, mm-hmm. if you look at it. Probably the last 25 years. Um, but there's a good argument for that. Yeah. Yeah. But there are always going to be in the real world consequences. If you can take, if minimize the consequences or even better, uh-huh. take the consequences away. Uh-huh. Um, you, <coughs> what are the potential for learning? Right. Where think of what you could innovate if you didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about anything, mm-hmm. you know, now don't get me, there's psychopaths out there that don't worry about anything. I understand that. <laughs> that's a different. That's a different tack. But then also, we don't want to talk about Tony in front of him okay. like that. You know, so. Sorry, Tony. I'm know. sorry. Sorry, guys. Tony. I didn't mean to bring it up. Yeah, we didn't want to. You know. <laughs> now, you know, it, it, does this? Do we go from having a console in the living room attached to the main TV to? Um, I'm going to need a four bedroom house, one bedroom for myself, one for the kids, and one for you know my VR. I don't think so. Um, the only way that would ever happen, I think, mm-hmm. is if like a deep dive kind of thing. Everybody was making incredible amounts of money and there was no more disparity. Mm-hmm. Um, because why? What you, it sounds pretty awesome what you're talking about. Don't I mean, I want one of those. Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's no way I can afford it. Yeah, we gave up our garage so that we could have a <laughs> VR room. I, you <laughs> right. Know. right. There's no way I can afford that. Right. Um, I feel like that would be a, the ultimate dystopia, though. Right. These yeah. They have to be affordable. They have made movies about stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. If people don't buy it, uh-huh. then it's not going to work. It has to be affordable mm-hmm. for, you know, in this case, most of the time, <coughs> when it comes to gaming for entertainment, you're talking about either grown people who yeah. have families and kids and wives and jobs and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and, or you're buying it for children in which case there's usually brothers and sisters so you're talking a household of four mm-hmm. minimum mm-hmm. Um, all these things have to be kept affordable or it's if it, it's not going to sell it's not going to go anywhere right um you know and that, and that was one of the biggest questions i had about ready player one uh-huh this, this kid lives in the trailer how's he got all this stuff yeah mm-hmm. what is he doing they, when he's they, not they never answer that yeah do they, they answer it in the book? They you do read the answer book. it in the book. They answer it in the book, but not in the right, movie. Right, not the movie. Yes. Well, yes. And, and, and that's probably just... The story's better than movies. Yeah. The, the book was better. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't book, seen yeah. the movie yet. The book was much better. The, so. Well, books are always better than movies. The movie movies, is... Yeah. Uh, considering who made the movie and what the movie is, it's actually quite forgettable. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. 
uh, the book was amazing, and I was so excited when they said they were going to make it. And then I was a little if, let down. It kind of felt like uh, if like a uh, person who didn't know like what internet culture was, right? Uh, decided I'm going to make a movie about internet culture. Already, the movie was made to look at all this stuff that you love. That yeah. that's what the movie was. the The book has a real ring of nostalgia to it for a certain time period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't I didn't get that out of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I walked into um, the classroom across the hall for me because they read the book mm-hmm. in class and then they were watching the movie and I'm like, oh, what's this? They're like, oh, it's Ready Player One. I'm like, oh, okay. And it was like, it was with, like this with the key and try. I'm just yep. like, I'm out. So and I went back to my classroom because I'm just like, uh-huh. it was like yeah. I walked in somewhere in the part in the middle part of the movie. I'm like. I'm like, did they talk about the Tomb of Horrors? Did they talk about whatever? Did no. they talk about being able to find the first key and solving it? And, and, and I'm like, yeah, okay, never mind. I'm leaving. No, no they didn't. So. Uh, yeah, so I was a little down by that. But yeah, I mean, the Ready Player One world is probably not one you would see for another hundred years. Yeah, yeah, if that. Well, maybe I mean, the, unfortunately, here's another thing: is is the movie while forgettable and not as good as the book, mm-hmm. which I've not read yet. Um, it does have a bit of social commentary involved in it. It does, yes. And right. and it, it's, you know, we're precariously close to a society like that right now. And I use the word precariously as, as dangerously as possible. Um, it's, we're, it's definitely a balance. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely walking a balance. We're walking right a tightrope right now, and that rope is wiggling yeah. in a breeze. And, yeah. and, uh, and there's, there's a monk, there's a, Dumbass at the other end of it, shaking the rope, making it that much more harder for you. So, you know, we have those moments ahead of us. Um, now, that th- that was, there's a lot going on there. So what? So yeah. I'm seeing a huge big picture. What do you see in the immediate? Like, say the, it, off the cuff, next 12 months, this is what we're going to see. What are the trends we're looking at right now? Uh, next 12 months, what you're going to see is you're going to see uh, Game Pass and PS Now continue to take off. Okay. Um, you're going to see a bunch of new streaming services. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Verizon, I think, planned for the end of mm-hmm. 2019. Uh, Apple is supposed to be the beginning of 2020. Okay. I believe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You're going to see. Already, we've started to see it this year. There, Sony isn't going D3. Um, it isn't. It isn't. Ooh, that has. Ooh, that has. Ooh, that has. Ooh, that has. E3 is a trade show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Trade shows traditionally, you go there and you're like, "Oh, I want this product, this product, this product." Right. Um, the holiday season is six months, five or six months after that. Right. Uh, these guys got to know what they're doing before that to get uh-huh. geared up for the for the holiday season. So E3 kind of doesn't hold its place. As it needs it needs to take some time to figure out what it is. Uh-huh. I think it needs to take a few years off and try to figure out a little bit more what it is. It's great to come out and go, look at this game, look at this game, look at this game. In today's culture, we've known about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't really surprise us. Mm-hmm. We, we, knew, we at least heard rumors that, there was that, that this was coming. That before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not quite the big reveal, okay. place to reveal like it used to be. And on top of that, a lot of these games are taking so long to, take so long to develop now that there's just nothing new to show. Gotcha. Um, you know, what does Sony have? Sony has, they're probably very early on the PS5, mm-hmm. not enough to show. Okay. They have Last of Us 2. They have, uh, uh, what's the other one? With the... Uh, Space Invaders. Death Stranding. Okay. Uh, I was Death close. Death Stranding. Uh, those, are the, <laughs> those are about the only two big games that Sony okay. has, and they've been showing them for two years. 
Oh, I see. So what? There's no point for them to there's even be there. Nothing new to show, so they're not going. Now is that uh, something? It's, is something like that a blow to E3? Um, <clears throat> if just one pulls out, no. If it starts a trend, probably. Okay. Um, you're going to see Sony is finally going to jump on and finally going finally going to embrace crossplay fully. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of being so stubborn about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just was looking at that. There was a um, article about the Sony crossplay. Yeah. That integrated their PS3 with their PS Vita. Yes. Uh, that's their cross. Uh, that's their crossplay for that. Uh, micro. I'm t- when I'm talking crossplay in that in the next twelve months, they're going to fully embrace it, playing with Microsoft and uh, playing with Xbox. Oh, and, cross console. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna. They've embraced it for two games after fighting it and fighting it and fighting it because they're on top and they don't have to. I understand mm-hmm. that part too. I know how business works, um, but it's it's not gonna fly anymore. They're 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 gonna finally get off the pot and just yeah. do it for everything, uh, and you're gonna see that trend continue throughout. I think the rest of the time, uh, VR. I think you're gonna see some really big innovations. Whether they're gonna end up being gimmicks or not, I don't know. Um, but you're gonna start seeing tiny treadmill type things that you can walk on. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're you're going to – they actually showed them at CES this past year. Mm-hmm. They had a few out. Uh, a few different gimmick things where you've got, you know, some different type of handle things that you can use to control. Mm-hmm. Uh, the treadmill is a big one. And it, the big innovation the VR is trying to do now is how to get that sense of movement, how, how to move your character and actually do the moving yourself. Okay. Um, so you're going to see, you know, <coughs> from everything I've heard is that those little – Treadmill type things are pretty gimmicky right now. Yeah, I can imagine um, they don't work great, but uh-huh. it, it's a step in the right direction, and that's that's yeah. that innovation we're talking yeah. about. Well, let's talk about what forty years ago when the Atari twenty six hundred hit, and that right. was very gimmicky. Right. And now, look where we are. I remember the Power Glove? Yep. It's so bad. It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. The Wizard. <laughs> that's a funny movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. Right? Um, you're going to uh, VR is the big one. You're going to see augmented reality continue to pick up in the mobile space. Okay. Uh, you're also going to see a lot of the new games that come out. I think you're going to continue to see uh, the second screen experience grow. Um, what is that? You can use your phone as a second screen for a lot. Of, you can have your phone up and have the map up. Or oh, okay. Stats yeah. up so, like, if I run my things. my console or my PC, and then yes. I would have the the phone or the tablet being like an additional yes. resource. It keeps you from having to keep constantly check the map, uh-huh. uh, and it gives you a, uh, a HUD less display. Okay. Uh, you, it, it's like you're. It's much more real. It's like you're there. Yeah. So it takes the all the yeah. You know the points off. And it's kind of like what the Wii U already does. Right. Yes. Yeah. The Wii U does. Yes. The I Wii, see that. That's it's kind yeah. of what the Wii U did. My, my uh, anecdote for that is is my early days. I've been playing World of Warcraft pretty much since it came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember when add-ons first started becoming a thing, and I was on a raiding guild, and I saw the screen of a guy that I played with, and he mm-hmm. had so many add-ons and so many heads-up displays and stuff. There was a he had a 24-inch screen, and he had maybe about a window the size <laughs> yeah. of of the top of a coffee mug, where he actually saw the action. Everything else was just information overload. And I'm right. like, how do you play? He goes, oh, this is awesome. I right. get everything. I'm like. No, how do you? Pl- I, I'm I'm always very light in that regard. So I mm-hmm. want to see more and and control my controls less. Right. You know, and so so this would fit into that. Yes. Where I could open up the whole screen, I can see 24 inch you know monitor of of Azeroth. Yes. But then all the pertinent information that I need to do is on my tablet you'll sitting all, next to me. Right. Exactly. That's a lot also, of min maxing. You'll also start to see that uh, that second screen experience, uh-huh. uh, and Nintendo's already doing it. 
um, you'll start to see that as your as your means to communicate with the people you're playing with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll work in tandem together. Uh-huh. Uh, what that's going to do for the companies that are creating these systems is it's going to be less ports they need, less jacks they need, that kind of thing. Okay. It's going to take those out of the out of the equation. Uh, I'm assuming we've we've already started to see it a little bit, and it's another trend that's going to continue to grow. Is your headphones are going to be wireless headphones will be standard right for whatever for your phone your phone is where you're going to be doing your communicating mm-hmm. and it's not going to be through the system anymore uh, that infrastructure you know, those different inter- infrastructures that are on consoles now for that mm-hmm. will be integrated into your your, your phone or tablet like a bluetooth or, kind or, of an or aspect an, or another way for you okay. to communicate that won't run so much have to run off your consoles uh-huh uh, servers and power and CPUs, essentially. So I'm hearing a lot of a lot of the things that you've been mentioning is talking about efficiency, streamlining, mm-hmm. uh, easier access. Yes. Um, you know, removing a lot of the overhead that has kind of stymied some things. So from both gamers and from both gamers and console makers. Yeah, and, yeah. and they're, they're, this is a business. They're going to be out for the profit, mm-hmm. right? They're not going to you know you're not going to they're not going to pass all of that savings on to you. But right. do you see that as facilitating then the next leap? In, in the technology because they'll have this extra investment ca- uh, capital to play with. It depends on what you mean by that leap. Uh-huh. Uh, I think those leaps that you're talking about are going to be from a hardware standpoint okay. as far as the actual exoskeleton of these different things you're using in the new the new ways that they can be used. Gotcha. I don't think I th- I think we're pretty close to plateauing on what processors can do right now for graphics, frame rates, those kinds of things. Uh-huh. I, we saw that last jump over the course of the last 15 years. Okay. Um, I don't think – I think you're going to see a plateau until the next Elon Musk, right. 35 years from now, boom, introduces this. I think you'll see things with tiny increments. Okay. Uh, I think you're going to see uh, – it's going to more be more about um, efficient processing mm-hmm. more so than – more so than getting more graphics or more more frame rate, okay, uh, more BPUs, all that good stuff. All right, uh, it's so holodecks are still a couple hundred years off yet. Yeah, probably not that far. Um, <laughs> this kind of happens every forty years where there's that huge that jump quantum leap that 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 all of a sudden starts mm-hmm. a new revolution. Gotcha. Uh, particularly in, in the tech sector, mm-hmm. which is what all this is. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see um, game developers are going to continue. To push the games as service uh, instead of just whereas it's a is an ongoing continuing game like Destiny or mm-hmm. so what Anthem's going to be like the Division what the Division Two is going to be okay um, uh, you're going to continue to see microtransactions take a huge bite out of things mm-hmm. uh, I think also you're also going to start seeing odds of winning things being placed. Uh, that is something that's going to have to happen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's already started to happen. So, uh, But uh, as far as those graphical leaps, no. I think we're a ways off from that. I think we're pretty close to where we're going to be. I mean, if you look at the difference between a PS3 and a PS4, mm-hmm. uh, it's minimal. Okay. Look at the difference between a PS1 and a PS3. That's the leap? And it's huge. Okay. It's huge. Uh, <clears throat> but PlayStation. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, Sega. So, yeah. Uh, Sega. Oh, I you, love my Sega. <laughs> you know, right right now, Battle Royale is the big thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. You're going to continue to see that over the course of a few more years before 
it dies out. But you're going to see a lot of those Battle Royale games go free to play with the microtransactions. Oh, yeah. Uh, Apex Legends just did. They're, and these things are huge money makers for these companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're giving the game away. Imagine that. Huh. They're giving the game away. Well, it's like... And they're making... Fortnite's the same way. They're, they're, are they giving it away to basically hook you into it so that you'll see the other product basically, line? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's the push around the street. Yeah. Yeah. First, first sample's free. Now, now yep. I got you hooked. Okay, come on, junkie. And then they mm-hmm. and then they, and then people spend the money. Yeah, because Honestly, they love it so it's much. It's like the in in game add ons, and they're yep. just going to continue. Yeah, to... they're going to. Con- you're going to see those get bigger and bigger. Um, the companies are going to try to. The unfortunate thing is that you are probably soon going to see a lot of these games start going pay to win. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's a way around that. It's going to make a lot of people mad, and those people that are all mad are going to spend their money on them. It doesn't so matter. So basically what you're saying, a play to win game is I can play it for free, and I can get a certain level of experience, but if I really want to get into the big leagues, then I have to start shelling out yes. the bucks. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. That's Star Trek Online. Yeah. Yep. Star Trek Online's already it's paid already away. started, and it's yeah. it's going to continue. It's going to get bigger. There's been, been a big pushback against that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, a big pushback against the microtransactions. Mm-hmm. But as much as people are pushing back, they're still paying. These people are paying. The same people who are complaining are the same ones yeah. spending crazy amounts of money on this stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, over over the seven years I've played Star Trek Online, I know I've dropped probably like six seven hundred bucks right. on it over See? the years. Yep. You know, yeah. and I'm I sure there's to, people who are sicker at it than I am. When I oh. play Rocket League, I buy keys. There you go. <laughs> it, it, it's no different than buying the stupid boosters and stuff on like Candy Crush and oh, yeah. any yep. of those. Oh yeah, all, those any are, of those yep. stupid games that are free yep. initially, and you're like, I just need one more to get that level. Uh, okay, ninety nine yep. cents. Da, da, da. Yep. The thing like, is, is, is uh, gamers have humans, or gaming companies uh, have humans figured out so well. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> we are. We are about progression. Yep. We are about moving. We are about instant gratification. Instant gratification, going from where we were to where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Where we want to be, the second we get there, that's where we were. Mm-hmm. Now we want. Now go we're to ready next. for the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's human nature. It's been that way through time, uh, and game companies somewhere about five, seven years ago uh, said, "You know what." We can take advantage of this, mm-hmm. and they and have, have. And, oh, they yeah. and and probably have made it uh, more intense. Yeah, you know, in the process, they took that door and they ripped it wide open yep. instead of just letting it open slowly on its own. There's a reason you haven't with the next with the last couple generations you haven't seen these games get more expensive mm-hmm. because they are definitely costing more to make. Mm-hmm. But that's not passed on to us because we're going to get you here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, it, my my uh, oldest son got an Xbox card for valentine's day Mm because instead of giving him chocolates whatever and um he's already like used it to get the like madden game and then the madden bucks and then another thing of madden bucks for a dollar 99 and whatever the in-game apps and then he's like mom can i buy blah 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 blah. it's only 2.99 and i'm like go ahead type thing i'm like it's your money whatever but it's Mm -hmm. like just to get I want to get that player. I want that player for my team, or I want this, or I want that. And, or... that's, and that's your son who has to ask permission. Mm. Well, he's my 20-year-old, so oh. he's, <laughs> he still asks permission because he needs to have money for right. food and stuff at MCC for when he's there for but, lunch. But like, I'm a 40-year-old man. Um, I just have enough willpower not to buy all this stuff. Uh, but 
imagine if I didn't. No, no, oh, I know. I've failed in that like, little power <laughs> check. I, I, me too. I'm like, I, I, I bought Chris's kid a Blizzard card yeah. for both Christmas and his birthday. And, and, he's, and like, he's crushed both of them already. And he's yeah. like, thank you for the heart of aspects. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and therefore, when yep. I bought Ian his card, I bought a card yep. for myself. And yep. I'm like, thank you for my heart of aspects type yep. thing. And it's getting harder and harder to resist that pull towards buying stuff because uh when you start playing the game you feel like you're given uh, you're given basically nothing and you ha- see players who are like i'm like i want to i want to be able to turn into the drake like his character yeah. i'm like and i see everyone else so i'm like i want mm-hmm. that ability how do i get that how do i get that ability well and what they do now is they <laughs> i've already explained that to you twice what they do now is they say you can uh you know you continue playing a lot of stuff now you know you can get if you play the game you know you can mm-hmm. play this game for 40 hours and get here or you can pay five dollars and be there now yeah yeah that's the one thing i didn't do was the level 110 boost and a person yeah. and, and me as a person as a typical human being is like cool a choice yeah <laughs> these guys are all and, right and that's yeah all, and, that, and that's <laughs> yeah. the basis of economics and there's the hook and there you are and, yeah. and that's what economics right. is, is the consumer <laughs> um, making a choice go ahead tony on a more uh on a tangential note going to like actual like genres of games mm-hmm. uh, away from like the multiplayers and stuff like that uh, back to single players I think I firmly believe that single player games will make a comeback I don't think they ever went away I, I feel like the, I think they uh, have they've taken a back seat but they're they not have gone. taken a back seat but they've never uh, Spider-Man was a single player game true God of War was a single player Red, game. Red Dead True. Redemption is that a single player? You can play that. That's online. on multiplayer too. Okay. You, you can play that online as well. But and God of War was and Spider Man were the two best selling games for uh, Sony last year. Uh, they're both single player, single player, ugh, single player, games. single player experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they ever went away. I think with the rise of multiplayer and everybody wanting to be involved with multiplayer that. The developers themselves kind of mm-hmm. went away from those. Um, yeah. I think, and but the ones that hit hit hard. Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, mm-hmm. There's a number of single player games that have been that have done well, and the ones the, the developers who kind of went away from those have noticed. Uh, so yeah. you're starting to see those come back. A lot of what you're seeing is single or co-op experiences. Mm-hmm. I think give you the option. Again, it's a choice. Yeah, I'm really excited for a rebirth in the RPG genre. Uh, especially with like the classic Western RPGs, uh, like uh, you're seeing Outer Wor- uh, the Outer Worlds coming mm-hmm. out uh, what next year? Yes, and I'm really excited for that because uh, it's something. It's it show it's a rebirth of like the Western style uh, RPGs you saw with uh, uh, Fallout New Vegas and mm-hmm. the original Fallout games. Yeah, hmm. so they're all all of those are are they they, they were. Kind of, like I said, they were ignored for a little bit. Yeah. But all those are coming back because they realized, you know what, this is something people want. Yeah. And we need to make those or else those people won't buy those. Yeah. I'm really hoping that uh, that uh, BioWare takes a note there and uh, makes their next Mass Effect game like that. <laughs> like the first one? Like the, f- like the first trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Andromeda wasn't bad, but it was... Yeah, I, I actually was able to play it recently. I recently upgraded my computer. Okay. And uh, I was able to play through it. I didn't mind it. Uh, I, 
probably a two-playthrough uh, type of game for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not like a game I could sit through and play through multiple times yeah, like the either. original Mass Effect. Right. Yeah, me either. Um, to wrap up, probably the most important thing you're going to see in the future mm-hmm. is the bad rap that gaming gets is going to start to wane. Yeah. Um, people are really starting to notice that, you know what, uh, this kid plays, why should kid play 30 hours of video games a week? I don't know. Why do you read for 30 hours? Right. Why do you binge watch on Netflix mm-hmm. for 30 hours? Yeah. It's entertainment. People are starting to realize that. And as these things start to, and as people are starting to realize that, and they're starting to realize some of these practical applications mm-hmm. that can occur, um, they're uh, they're really st- st- starting to see gaming as an as an entry point to innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, you're really starting to see, you still have some that some of the really old, you, some of the really old schoolers who you know gaming's responsible for the downfall of society. Yeah. And, Everything bad gets blamed on that. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to those people. They're morons. Yes, they are. Uh, they don't know what they're talking about, and they don't have statistics to back them up. Uh-huh. Uh, they're just cherry-picking. But uh, I've had a number of conversations with my own family members who, oh, you, when I was younger, oh, you game all the time, blah, 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 this, that, the mm-hmm. other things. Now that I have grown up and know a little more, yeah, I'm like, look at this. Look at this. Contr- look at this controller that Xbox just came out with. This adaptive controller for people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. L- look at this. Look at look at AR, VR. You know, I'm, I'm a- well, it's also the the social aspect. I think is a big thing as well. We we recently, I mean, we talk about D and D a lot because mm-hmm. we're all avid players here at this in this panel for the most part. Um, and how it's gone mainstream in the past two years. It has. It's- and, and we've talked to Jeremy Crawford about it. We've talked to a lot of different people about it. And we're watching how it's risen from being that... Social you know, stigma. The four in nerds the back- in the corner hiding away, mm-hmm. you know, so that nobody knew they were playing, to now you know, these, these popular A-list actors are talking about their experiences. Right. And there are, you know, there's, it's, it's in the, the mainstream. So you know, this is the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. There's, there are pros and cons. There are going to be people who abuse it. There are going to be people who misuse it. But there's mm-hmm. going to be a bigger thing that has always been kind of seen, always been kind of experienced right. where it's a shared experience. It's aired entertainment, informational. It's social. There's a lot to it rather than just, right. you know, the guy with the braces in the corner going, hey, I got level 10. Right. You know, so that's a thing. <laughs> Stuffing Cheetos in his face. Stuffing Cheetos in his and, face. And, and down in a, a Mountain Dew. What, my, uh, my assistant Andy just sent me something earlier. And uh, I think, it, it, hang on a second. Uh, it was Sir, New- Sir Isaac Newton died a virgin, and the response was, "That's what you get for inventing calculus." Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's. it's the, but the geek shall inherit the earth. It really, really yeah. will, yeah. and this is happening as we speak. So, we also have the most fun. We do. Oh yeah, <laughs> tell all of the stories that we get to tell, all of the different kind of stories yeah. that we get to tell. So that's a thing. That's a thing. Well, dude, awesome. So yeah, that's that's the future. That's the future. <laughs> He's he's our futurist. He's our Tony Stark. Did you know that Dan Reamer is Tony oh, Stark? Oh no, don't is do that. Is he the billionaire like, <laughs> philanthropist? He'd love to be. Yeah, he would love to be. I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, yeah, I'd be love to be all those. What things. are you out of the suit? No, no one. <laughs> no. None, none of the above. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody knows the trouble have, he's in. I don't have a suit at this point. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, dude. You're welcome. And, and thanks for having me. Absolutely, always. And and we're gonna have you back again. Okay. So whenever we can get a chance. I'll be around. I'm not going anywhere. You demand. You demand. Uh, when we so, come back. So, Billy Billy, when we come back, we're, yes. we're going to do our events and business and question of the week. Excellent. Let's go to break with comedian Dan Soder talking about video games. Nice. 
Stop it, Billy. I still like, play video games. Cause I ain't got no wife to tell me what to do. <laughs> one of my one of my friends' wives, like, she's just like, you're 33. You should stop playing video games. I'm like, yeah, you have a DVR full of the Real Housewives of some city I don't care about. You're gonna watch seven hours of cat-faced women throw wine onto each other. Last Tuesday, I won a Super Bowl. Little respect, okay? Yeah, it's better. I think video games, it's like, depends on what kind of lazy you want. We're all just laying around looking at our phones. That's what life is now. Sometimes I get scared, so that's why I play video games. I know, you know. I get scared by McDonald's commercials. McDonald's <laughs> is starting to sell its food as actual food. That's very <laughs> odd. All their commercials now are like McDonald's. Now it's real. Oh, boy. <laughs> what was it? Don't worry, it's real now. <laughs> yeah, I've been putting that in my body for 30 years. That's why I like Taco Bell. I'm like, Taco Bell, are you real food? Like, nah, crunchy. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> It's so appropriate. Ay, Marana. Good stuff. Onward and forward to Act 3, events. We have but one, and it's the biggin. Flower City Comic-Con 2019 coming at you like a spider monkey, April 13th and 14th at the Blue Cross Arena. We have guests so far, Triple Yellow. Triple the yellow. Yellow forever, Power Rangers. Tracy Forever Lynn, yellow. Forever yellow. Forever yellow. That would be like if we had six or seven of them showing No, that's up. what they, they, it's hashtag forever yellow. Oh, nice. That's hashtag forever. We are actually using that. That's the ones that they use too. I love it. Yep. All right. Hashtag forever yellow. Tracy Lynn Cruz, Nakia Baris, and Karen Ashley will be coming to the convention to visit with you, sign autographs, take pictures, and hang out. Artist and writer Rusty Gilligan. Wrestler Jim Hacksaw Duggan, actor Michael Bean, and the return of comic artist Steve Geiger will be rounding out the VIP panel at this time. We are still accepting applications for vendors, artists, writers, panelists, game designers, game runners, and others. Contact us for more information. Hey, Tanya. Yes. If I wanted to be part of the FC3 Monkey Business and Mighty Monkey Corporation, well, how would I go about doing that? Well, the first is to become a sponsor. Really? Yes, it is. I don't want to put in a job application? Well, you could, but there's a tenuous interview process. A tenuous? A tenuous. Inter- interview process. Tedious? What, tenuous? What Ten- makes it tenuous? I'm the- nice. I'm a sweet person. I have a disposition of How an many angel. times have you fired Tony lately? 427. Did you mean strenuous? Stren- <laughs> Stressful. It could be that too. Whatever. But, Four, but instead maybe? of doing a job anyway. application for us, you could okay. do um, become like a sponsor. To that. <laughs> um, we have sponsorship levels of all kinds and are even willing to create custom um, sponsorship packets. Please contact us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. The next is by sp- supporting us on Patreon. Patreon is a way to support the people who are creating the things that you love, such as monkey business. Please check us out at www.patreon.com backslash FC3ROC. All membership levels will include access to the Patreon-only blog, plus tons of great perks at all levels. Special shout-outs to our See No Evil tier patrons, James Irish, Jen Bevan, and myself. Go ahead. Thank yourself, Tanya. Oh, ah, thank, thank you, you, Tanya. No. <laughs> <laughs> I figure I might as well donate back to what we're doing in order to continue all this creativity. There you go. So 
want uh, to help others find the show, please leave us a review wherever you listen to us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Podbean, YouTube, and mm-hmm. Stitcher. Why do I always get that one wrong? I have no idea, but yeah. it's consistent at least. Yeah. Is there any? Is there a place where you find your podcasts and you can't find the FC3 Monkey Business? Please let us know. And also, please follow us on Twitter at FC3MB Podcast. And if you do, please say hi, because you know we love it when you say hi, and we will hi. say hey back. How are you? Hi. Not that kind of hi. Okay. Hi. And Christopher. Yes, darling. Are you ready for the question of the week? <laughs> so I'm, I have a legit answer for the question of the and week. And then you have about 20 million. I have million. about 20 other ideas. Okay. Um, do, do, would you mind if I... May I? I, I go right Is ahead. I was throwing it back at you. Your question <laughs> of the week. Hey, Dan Reamer. Uh-oh, me first. Yes, might as well. <laughs> we always like putting our guests in the hot seat. Dan Reamer uh, of Game Stitch. Is it Game Stitch or Game Stitchers? Game Stitch. Game Stitch. Okay, of Game Stitch. What two Disney-owned characters would you love to see go head-to-head and why? He didn't have enough time to think about this. Hades. Uh-huh. From Hercules. Mm-hmm. Ooh, is my hair out? <laughs> versus Odin. Nice. Uh, from Thor? Like from Anthony Thor. Perkins? Yeah, because that would be the ultimate battle of oh. narcissistic eagles. There Egos. you go. Anthony Perkins versus... Um, who's fun to watch. Who's, who is that? James... James... Uh, James Woods. Woods, yes. Oh, was, ja- was James Woods and Anthony... The sass would be incredible. Those two... Oh, uh, but, man. But that's just a bad, a big battle of the, of the egos. Yes. So th- I think that uh, that would be fun I, that, for me I to agree. Because that's what I like. There you go. Oh. Bill? I've been thinking about this since we we talked about it off the air, and I forgot until you guys mentioned it. Uh-huh. Disney owns more than the classic characters. That exactly. Oh, they own a lot. They own a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Genie from uh, Aladdin, because uh-huh. I've been reading the Robin Williams biography uh, right now. Okay. I'm going to pit him against Yoda. Oh, my God. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> that blows anything. I had it together out of the water. That is that's a good one. I like that. Oh one. man, I don't know if it's good, but oh, and that it's is just like fun because you have like the 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 six hundred years of wisdom or well, nine hundred years nine hundred year years of... year old Yoda and his sass versus Robin Williams. Come in, on, in his prime, in his prime. <laughs> oh my God, I think they would end up being drinking buddies, but it would be a hell of a, a, a thing to watch. All right, Tony. Uh, so many options. I know. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go through about two dozen of them in a, yeah. in a few minutes. Uh, let's go. Disney World versus Wide World of Sports. There you go. <laughs> On ABC. Epcot. Oh, yeah, because ABC is owned by Disney. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go with uh, Obi-Wan versus the entire newsroom of uh, any of Disney's newsrooms. Oh, <laughs> it's a slaughter. That's the it's point. Disney-owned characters, yeah. not Disney-owned productions. Well, or all right, TV shows or news outlets or anything along those lines. <sighs> he missed. Oh uh, yeah, he's rolling his wah, eyes at me. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Go ahead, T. Mm. Well, I had one earlier, but um, we decided that that got us Ben Solo. So. Yes. He was talking about. You I know, was talking about Han Solo, Han Solo versus for, Leia for, versus and, and, Leia. Yeah, and you're like well, that, that fight got, got us Ben Solo. The, I'm like, well, that 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 fight got Han killed. Yes. So um, really, really winner, 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 chicken dinner. So um, I don't know exactly which two Disney characters or whatever. Shall we? Shall we roll through some honorable mentions? Yeah. So go, go through your honorable mentions while I continue to think. War Machine versus Herbie the Love Bug. 
Dalmatian one versus Dalmatian one hundred and one. There you go. Um, where were some of the other? Oh God, Human Torch versus uh, Human Torch versus, versus Olaf. Olaf. Yeah, that was one that I came up with. Um, Poor Olaf. I'm His telling team you, would be just toast. Um, oh, he would be a puddle. Bambi versus Hawkeye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, at least Hawkeye would have something to do then. There you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, Thor versus Gaston. Yeah. No, because because Gaston's like also oh, awesome, and Thor would just come and step on him, and that would be awesome. Um, what are some other good ones? Oh, you had a couple other ones. I did, and I can't think. I should have wrote oh, them down. something about the Hulk, bu- Hulk Hulkbuster Buster. armor versus uh, Herbie the Love Bug. Yes. Herbie was was featured in a lot of my ideas yes. at that uh, in, in early on. Ooh, um, is Iron Giant? Is that Disney? Yeah. Wait, no, oh. it's Spielberg. No, it's yeah, that's that's different. That's Don Bluth, I think. Yeah. All right, so I can't bring out Iron Giant versus the Hulkbuster. That would not be a work. That wouldn't work. Um, let's see. Tony Roger Stark Rabbit. versus Pepper Potts. Tony Stark versus Pe- and Pepper would win. Um, oh, 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 here we go. Tony we go. would only win 12% of the time. Here we go. Uh, Mulan versus Black Widow. That's actually, fun. that's actually a good fight. There you <laughs> go. See? I'm, I'm warming up to the one that's actually my idea. That's a that's good one. My, 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 my actual prize winner for my idea. But well, other, other... Then, then you can go and look at all the characters from Shrek and whatever version uh-huh. where Snow White starts um, using the immigrant song and all the animals come flying in from <laughs> the woods and things like that. It was like one of the, the best things. Uh-huh. And, uh, Shrek versus the Hulk? Wait, Shrek is DreamWorks. Oh, it's DreamWorks. Oh, I thought he was Shrek Pixar. Shrek is DreamWorks. And I thought he was Pixar. Yeah, My bad. Shrek is DreamWorks. Remember the whole thing about uh, Farquaad being a uh, a allegory for um, Kevin or whatever his name, the CEO of- Kevin uh, Feige? Yeah. Okay. Or not? No, so, no so, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, the guy from the right. but, but, CEO of Disney. But is DreamWorks part of? No, no DreamWorks is separate. It's its then, own thing. Then how were they able to use all the? They're using Disney the original char- source material. The not Disney yet. characters in there's, there. There's some money being exchanged. Okay. There's there's contracts. Okay, no, so no, no, the, well, I guess they're not Disney owned characters. They're then. based no. off of like characters from the Brothers Grimm, which are in the public domain. Ah, oh, okay. I see. So uh, the only thing is they can't use like. Their Snow White can't look, uh, can't look or behave like the Disney. Disney's Disney Snow, Snow White. White. Gotcha. That, that, okay. okay. Does that make more sense? Yes, it does. Yes. Thank um, you for clarifying that, Henry. So. My last honorable mention before I bring up my actual answer: the Seven Dwarves versus the Avengers. <laughs> okay. That'd be funny. That would be good. It would be a slaughter, but it'd be funny in as hell. Uh, and the, but then my actual answer would be Queen Elsa versus Maleficent. Okay. Hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. Because that I think that would that would be there would be a horsepower fight right there. Snow Witch versus uh, Snow Witch versus Other Witch, basically. Yeah. You know that I think that would be a pretty badass yeah. fight. I don't know. She looks pretty badass in the new uh, Frozen Two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Two. Yeah. Um, do not mess trailer. with the Elsa. I'm also thinking if you don't if you want you can replace either one of those women with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Yeah, because Wanda would go go to town on somebody. So that's that's so those those Free are my ideas. Fight. There. Well, what if Elsa took on Human Torch? They'd have to use their brains because oh, I know that'd be a, they would cancel yeah. each other out. It'd be amazing. So, or we yeah. can go all the way to the beginning. Somebody had a, a Donald Duck. I, I was going to go Donald Duck versus Genie because it remind it would remind me so much mm-hmm. of the classic Bugs versus Daffy. Howard wait, the Duck wait, wait, wait. versus uh, Donald Duck. Donald or, Duck versus Howard. I was going that there was, just uh, to Tony's race. 
was it was it yeah. Donald Duck left. versus Howard the Duck? Yeah. Is there an Uncle Scrooge feud I could he... like Tony Stark but not Iron Man uh... versus Scrooge McDuck? Oh, because they're both the uh, uh, billionaires. Yeah. Whereas Darkwing but, Duck versus. But Tony doesn't necessarily hoard his money, whereas Scrooge would. Yeah, good point. Howard the Duck versus Roger Rabbit. Robert nice. Ra- Roger Rabbit is Please, a Disney thing. Yes, is he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, outstanding. Okay, that would be funny. If you can come up no, with some other Roger ones out Rabbit's there. No, Roger Rabbit's not Disney. They no. uh, he these um. He's jointly held between uh, the two production companies. Um, but um, I did under that. It was like kind of that money exchanging back and forth, yeah, kind of yeah. like DreamWorks, because they were able to use some Disney actual yeah. owned characters in that movie. Uh-huh. But I don't think. He was going to have his own uh, his own park, uh, his own Disney park. It's actually a Paramount production, isn't it? Don't they use a lot of the WB characters? I in thought it? so. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Roger Rabbit is is WB more than anything else. Hmm. Okay. What about like uh, someone said on um, Pumbaa? Pumbaa and uh, who who Pumbaa versus somebody? Well, I... his stench would be able to take out anything. No, that's Tim- Timon. Or no, yeah, Pumbaa was the warthog. Pumbaa is the warthog. Yeah. Pumbaa was a young warthog. Pumbaa versus, oh, I was going to say Porky Pig, but God, I know Pumba better than that. Pig on pig action. <laughs> Pumbaa versus the uh, the jaguar from Tarzan. Okay. <laughs> Shikan? Is it Shikan? No, that's no, the that's, tiger that... from uh, from Jungle, Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Anyway. Now, if but you, we definitely are like. You listening at home, if you have any ideas, feel free to throw something on us on that Scar one. Scar versus Tigger? Scar versus Tigger. Oh. That would Scar be interesting. Scar would not be able to keep up with Tigger. No. Shere Khan versus Tigger because they're both tigers. There you go. Shere Khan would be able to, Shere Khan would just go whack and <laughs> smack him. Eeyore versus Deadpool. <laughs> That'd be funny. Actually, anything versus Deadpool would be funny. Deadpool would just probably snuggle it yeah. at that point. Most likely. Oh, well, bother. It, oh, didn't bother. he have like a little unicorn or something? Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. We're not snuggling the unicorn. Oh, Eeyore and the kid from Up. <gasps> oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, um, That works. That'd be funny. That works. The little one that looks like a mailman. Upbeat. Yeah. Yes. And the one that smells of prunes. In his yeah. boy scout uniform. Yes. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a Russell. Good one. That's his Russell. name. Russell. Yes. yes. Now we're, now we're getting into it. <laughs> and now we're getting out of it. Yes. Thank you, Billy. You took us off the hook on that one. This has been Monkey Business, production of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con. Coming at you April 13th and 14th at the Blue Cross Arena. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us wherever we go. And we'll lead you where the entertainment is. You all have a great week. And we'll see you again next Wednesday. I just want to quickly announce we will be at the Blue Cross Arena on March 3rd Yay. doing our promo night. So come hang out with us. That'll be fun. Dun, a game dun, dun, dun. Did it get in there? Dun, dun. It's still rolling. Oh, keep talking <laughs> if you want. No, keep going. No, keep going. because after that last comment, I don't really want to. I, I got to go now. Bye-bye. <laughs>